Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and in this episode, I want to tackle the best way to send video files so people have an ease of accessing them. Now, before I fully get into it, though, allow me to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that we get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So, when sending video files, I'm going to make the assumption that what you're trying to do is just give someone the ability to watch it versus needing a high-quality version, right? Because if they need a high-quality version, things like that, then you're going to want to send them a file that you upload into, let's say, Google Drive or WeTransfer, Dropbox, whatever the case may be, that they can download and then play it like that, right? But what I'm talking about is just ease of access, review files that you want to send to, you know, clients, um, people on your team, and so forth, right? <clears throat> and so you want to make it as accessible as possible, right? That's the name of the game. And, you know, number one, if you try to attach a video file, chances are it's going to be too big to send. And so, you know, if you have something like Gmail, it'll get uploaded onto Google Drive, which you might not think is a bad thing, and then it sends off. But the problem is that's, that's a tough link for people to generally play on their phones. It doesn't matter if it's an uh, Android or iPhone, right? It doesn't matter. It's generally not very friendly to playback. So my recommendation is either sending a YouTube link or a Vimeo link. With, with YouTube, you can send a video as a private link, although I haven't had as much success with that. Um, so instead, what you would do is send it as an unlisted video file, right? If you wanted to do it that way. Uh, the reason I like Vimeo is because you can do both those things. You can send a private link and all someone would need is just to type in a password that you create. Or you can send an unlisted link and that just opens automatically for them. And the benefit of that is you get a notification that someone opened it up, right? So it's a nice way of tracking that stuff um, in that way. Although if they forward the link on to somebody else, then they could open up just as easily. Um, without putting in the password, right? Um, although in theory, if they forward it on, you know, then the password, you know, they, they would just put the password in anyway. But the point being, you just want to simplify it as much as possible. And the thing about Vimeo that I like over YouTube when it comes to this stuff is the fact that you can upload a new version to that same link, right? Whereas with YouTube... If you update something, you have to re-upload the same thing and, it, and you, it, it creates a new link, right? You, you now have two video files as opposed to replacing a video file. And this is especially advantageous when it comes to, for me, uh, at least as I can think of it, uh, film festivals, right? So through Film Freeway, when you submit, you you provide a link 
um, as part of that submission. And I always include a Vimeo link. And, you know, that goes to the festival and whatnot. And so, obviously, at any given point, I want to submit the best version that I have. And if that's the version that they watch, so be it. But if, you know, a lot of times, as many of us do, we send in works in progress. And so, as new elements come in, whether graphics, visual effects, you know, better sound design, whatever it may be, you would want to have that be available to people that are watching it, right? And so, by being able to go into Vimeo and replacing that video file but not changing the link, it allows you to do that, right? And again, if they've already watched it, you know, then it is what it is, but at least this gives you a chance that if they haven't yet, that instead they will watch the updated version as opposed to the former version, right? And like I said, um, in terms of just straight emailing some somebody a link or something like that, that they, you know, just to review, Vimeo and YouTube are the two best sources because they're just ease of access. You know, anyone with an iPhone, Android can open it right up, watch it, no big deal, and keep it moving, right? Um, anything else, it just becomes too cumbersome. Trust me, you don't want to do it. So that's my advice to you. Thank you as always. Um, if you have any questions or thoughts of your own, like other uh, other benefits of all of this, you know, please share down in the comment box or hit me up on social media at FeltSweetTech. Likewise, if you appreciate what I do and think you might benefit um, from you know more direct interaction but can't afford the coaching side that I offer, that's okay. That's what my Patreon page is for, patreon.com slash It's a way to support my efforts and get a lot of benefits in return as well. Likewise, um, I have books and movies that are available to purchase by purchasing that stuff. Um, it's symbiotic because, you know, the lessons learned through that, I get to teach you and you benefit from, right? So it's, it's uh, very cyclical in that nature. So if any of that stuff is of interest, it's all in the description box for you to check out. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'll see you next time.